0: Welcome to Showtime net Sports Talk Show. Hey, how's it going, Jerome? What's going on, Jay? How man, you doing? Pretty man. good, man. Glad everything is is finally here at the forefront, man. It is. What's been going on with you, Jerome? Man, just enjoy
1: retired life of semi pro football, man. But <laughs> it's really having fun, man. I'm training kids right. uh, for football, but having them become better linemen and better individuals, you know. As so as they grow up in this world, everything. This, hopefully they everything work out for them. If it ain't football, just whatever they want to do in life. Period.
0: Right, right. So how did you get into to coaching? Like, you know, right now I know you said you just retired mm-hmm. um, from playing semi pro football. Um, What was the motivation behind you coaching the the little guys?
1: Well, actually, my nephew started playing football a few years ago for the uh, Indy Steelers. Okay. Um, Yeah, for the Indy Steelers. Is that
0: Richard Hamilton's team? Okay. Richard Hamilton. Shout out to uh, Richard uh, Hamilton. uh, Yeah. Okay. And he was playing
1: for him, And I was just going to practice. And one of the coaches, uh, Coach Ronell, he seen and looked. He was like, he said, you play line? I was like, yeah. He was like, hey, I need a line coach. And so I offered to do it. So I did it. And I've been doing it ever since, man. And I always right. have fun doing it. And the best feeling in the, in the world is them kids that were seven years old now as they're teenagers. They look. And they see me. Right. Hey, Coach Cook, what's going on, they man? They give that respect. Man. And, and to this day, like a lot of them I know when I talk to them personally, they call me ump. Like, I, then I got a love for just and a passion for coaching kids. It's right. just And I love it. I love right.
0: it very much. You know, I met you a couple years ago um, playing for the Crusaders. Yeah. <laughs> um, And we built a relationship like many of other sports athletes here in the world. What is it that gets you going as an athlete when you take the field? What gets me going is um, I get a good playlist
1: going. I get a good playlist (laughs) with the old school Lil' John, you know, or uh, Crime Mob, something of that nature, you Uh know. And just being able to, especially with playing offensive line, Offensive of line, you don't get no stats. Mm-hmm. So it's a pride thing for me. Like I can't let this person across from me beat me. Right. It's a it's a it's a man thing. Mm-hmm. So I take the approach is um, just like I'm a security wall and like right. I block for a lot of great guys like Blake Kennedy. Um, let's see, Darren uh, Duthier who played running back. Uh, and I blocked alongside great guys like Mar- uh, Mario and Jaime and Justin McAfee and. A lot of guys. So what really gets me going is man, just going out there with my teammates, man, and just having fun playing. Did, did you play high school football? Yes, I did. Where did you play it? Man, long story short, man, I had the opportunity. I, I played. I went in my four years of high school. Uh-huh. I went to five different. Five wow. different, Yeah, we moved. I moved around a lot as a kid. Uh-huh. My freshman year, I started off at Ben Davis, and this was when it was Ben Davis Junior High. The freshman was going to the Junior High, going oh, to the okay. high school to play. Okay. Right. And then I end up moving. Going to Arlington. And uh-huh. then my freshman, the end of my freshman year, I ended up going to Warren. I played all my Warren my sophomore year. Uh-huh. Played three games my junior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Went moved. We moved again. Ended up going to Broad okay. End Ended up going to Broad And then so I moved back to Louisville and attended Shawnee High School. Attended Shawnee High School in Louisville, Kentucky. and That's a good school. And everybody, it was just, and what's so crazy is everybody was just like, how did you get looks at? Like, looks. Right. just It's just hard work. I moved around a lot as a kid. But everywhere I went, I tried to make myself noticeable, you know, and with just hard work and dedication mm-hmm. and dedicate myself to my craft, end up going to a, a junior college called Lackawanna College all the way in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Right. And shout out to Coach Duda, probably one of the best coaches that I ever had. Right, man. He, right, he right. runs a great program up there. Right,
0: right. Hey, um, I, I have an interesting question for you. Um, pre-game meals – how does a lineman, you know, because you guys have to stay uh, in shape for yeah. you know, during the season. So, what are the meals like for you guys that are, you know, that are the offensive of linemen? What do you guys eat during the week well, or before games? For,
1: well, for breakfast, on, for breakfast, we'll get up, we'll have our egg whites, you know, and we we'll have our sausage and potatoes. You know, I'll usually try to do oatmeal as well. Uh-huh. I do that for breakfast and uh-huh. then so, like for lunch, for lunch, we do something. I'll do something small like a salad and a baked chicken, and uh-huh. I'm drinking water constantly. But, like, for the game, depending on what time the game is, I would want to eat light. I always want to eat light because I don't like that feeling in my stomach, you know, being messed up. So, I'll eggs, oatmeal, you know, piece of toast, just of that nature. Drink some orange juice, depending on what time the game is. Mm -hmm. uh, Pre-game meal, we have spaghetti sometimes with breadsticks and salad. and Get some Gatorade to make sure we got some electrolytes in it. So, yeah, that's pretty much it right there. Right
0: Now, you growing up, you said you went to different schools. Now... You said you moved around a lot. Was that due to your parents being in the military? Because I know I'm military, and I know Mm -hmm. that once your parents are military, when they get you know, move from different bases to bases. Mm-hmm. You have to move your kids as well. So you're you're what you're call, is what we call as an army brat, <laughs> you know? And, and I heard that a lot about myself because, you know, both of our parents been in the military. Mm-hmm. And by, you know, my dad being in Vietnam and your parents doing what they did, um, mm-hmm. it, it goes to say that we're all still one family, yeah. you know, at the end of the day. Um, sports has, has came a long way, yeah. as you know, Um there's a lot of players now that are playing this game that are getting injured. The concussions are now yeah. becoming a majority issue. A friend of mine, uh, who pa- he he passed recently, Chris Kelly, his son passed away a couple years ago. He was the freshman or sophomore at Pike High School who died on the football field of the heat stroke. Oh wow! Yeah, yes. that was my that was my friend's son. Oh wow! And so basically, what I want to ask you is. The athletes that are training these young kids, Mm -hmm. you know, you got different types of heat during the summertime. Mm -hmm. How do you keep these guys hydrated? How do you keep these guys mentally focused so that you guys won't have an accident like Pike did a couple years ago? Well, usually what we
1: tell them to do, like how you hydrate yourself is you got to do it the day before for the the next day, for the day that's coming up. Mm -hmm. So we try to tell them to make sure you are constantly drinking water or Gatorade, Powerade, get electrolytes in your system. But the thing is, when it comes to heat, I don't, I, and to, this, to this day, kids that I train, if I tell you to go get some water, even if you're not thirsty, go get some water. Because I have a lot of kids like, Coach, I'm not thirsty. Go get some water. Just go take a sip. Because it's so important because myself, them, I, myself, in college, I passed out. Mm-hmm. I passed out because of the heat. I right. have enough electrolytes in my system And got hospitalized for it. And it's a scary feeling. It's a scary feeling because you don't know what's going to happen. You know, my blood pressure was high. And so now I look at that and, like, I don't like coaches who be like, nah, you ain't getting a water break until I say, man, it's 95 degrees out here, man. Right. Go the man, these are babies. I don't right. care if they're teenagers or not. Go get some water. Right. Go get a bottle of water. Or I have the trainer bring a bottle of water over to us, even when even training inside, tell you to go get some water. Go get some more. Because the work that you're putting in, you're going to sweat. You're going to – everything is opening up. And that's why I tell people physicals is so important. Exactly. And that's even not even – even if you're not playing sports. Right. You know, make sure your heart is checked. Make Mm. sure your head is checked. Like, I done had uh, three concussions before for football, you know. And so it's always important to make sure your health is – because you still got to live outside of sports. Sports, period, is just a small part of your life. Okay. So just – Make sure you're taking care
0: of yourself. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. This is Showtime, Arnett, with Jerome Cook. We'll be back right after this. And we're back live at Showtime, Arnett, Sports Talk Show, the podcast with Jerome Cook. He played with the Marion County Crusaders, and he just retired this year. And the things that people need to understand is that football is a physical game and in order for you to play football you have to be mentally physically and emotionally um on all levels um i want to thank jerome for coming in here giving us uh his uh synopsis about this and jerome uh just touching bases um you know, the Colts, man, a lot of people are talking about the coats, man. You know, we got to we got to talk a little football here. Okay, okay, my, okay. my thing with the Colts, everyone at the beginning of the season, even myself, mm-hmm. after the second game when mm-hmm. we played against Tennessee, mm-hmm. I doubted Carson Wentz mm-hmm. because he couldn't run. On third down, he threw the ball in the ground more than once yeah. on a couple third downs. And I'm thinking to myself, like, What's going on with the Colts? Mm. Now, fast forward. The Colts are now in playoff position. Now they're talking about JT being MVP. What did you think of the performance of Jonathan Taylor last week? Now, he had a good offensive line because the offensive line running game is is number one in the the running. Mm -hmm. And then the defense is number two against uh, running that they said. But they're ranked 12th. Overall, yeah. in the NFL, the Colts are. But they're, they're second in the run stop. Mm. And the Colts is first in the running attempt because, mm. of, like you said, having a good line. Yeah. So, let's talk about that. And, they, and, you know, it's crazy.
1: I'll probably get grief for it because I ain't a big Colts fan like it. But, but, I'm a, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. I ain't, I'm a Baltimore. Don't! Baltimore! do <laughs> But, uh... But I I was watching the game, man, and I have to give it to JT, man. JT is definitely probably the best back in the league now. And he's actually playing – actually how he played at Wisconsin. He has a great burst, great acceleration, good vision, and he runs with power. And with him running behind the offensive line that he has – I'm glad the Colts got finally got that tough got a toughness about them, you know. And Carson Wentz, I tease guys with about the Colts all the time, uh-huh. but it ain't the fact that i don't you know, I respect everybody who put on how show the page.
0: I do too. So.
1: respect it. Yes. And it ain't the fact that I don't like the Colts. It's just I be messing with people. I love picking at people on Facebook, but hey, I, I, they're the only team I can really watch. We living in Indianapolis, so. right? And I watch Baltimore, of course, because you know we ain't gonna say nothing about that Baltimore comeback against them. But hey, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. But I mean, Lamar. Jackson. Go. Yes, sir. But, I got you. I got but you. the Colts like they they're playing great football at the right time. Exactly. They're playing great football at the right time and to the point they it's a possibility they can be in a fight for their, uh, their division actually with yeah. Tennessee losing, you know, to the Texans and you know But
0: Tennessee's still up because they still up. they're still 8 they're 8 and 3. Yeah. And the Colts are 6 you, and 5. But you never know. Yeah. I, but but thing but here's the thing with with, with Tennessee, the Colts Jonathan Taylor, seven straight games, he's had a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Four games this year, he's had over 200 yards rushing already. And so it's like they're giving – the Colts' defense now is number one in turnover-to-score ratio because they had four turnovers and two of the turnovers – or three of the turnovers they scored on. Okay. So that's kind of – you know, a, a synopsis of, of, of the Colts. Um, I'm thinking this week, what's your pick against Tampa Bay this week? The Colts of Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay here, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. They just came off an emotional win, uh, as we've seen, yeah. uh, Monday night against the Giants. Yeah. Um, Honestly, if the Colts play their game, how, they, and
1: how they've been playing, I feel like the Colts can get them. And because on defense, they're getting after the quarterback, mm-hmm. they're stopping the run. And when you got a guy who's arguably the best linebacker in the league, and Darius Leonard just maniac flying around on exactly. the field, and p- the person who I feel like don't get enough credit is Kenny Moore. The DB. Yes. Kenny Moore is an absolute baller. Peace. Yes, He's he an absolute baller. He does everything that the coach asks me to do. And, of course, you got DeForest Buckner right there in the middle, you know, wrecking havoc uh, along with Stewart as well.
0: And the draft pick from Michigan. And
1: Yup. And the, uh, the rookie from Michigan. You know, they're getting after it. So, and then – when you, on the offensive side, when you got an offensive line the way they ha- that they have, even with Quentin Nelson, you know, hurting his ankle, you and know, every, and, but he's still exactly. Quentin Nelson, you know. And then Eric Fisher actually done stepped his game Exactly. He stepped yes. his game up. And Carson Wentz is actually playing great. And JT's just being
0: JT. Carson Wentz, if you guys don't know, Carson Wentz, right now, after the fourth week in the NFL, Carson Wentz is second in touchdowns-to-interception ratio. You guys look it up. I will not tell you a lie. I'm just trying to put it out there. Hey, he's and, balling. And he's balling. And, but this is what scares me because the Packers are one of those teams, even though it's the NFC, I mean, not the Packers, we just played Buffalo. Now, last year in the playoffs with Phillip Rivers, we almost beat Buffalo with an with a old man quarterback. Mm-hmm. This year with Carson Wentz, I think it's going to be between us and Kansas City and Baltimore. Mm -hmm. It's going to be those three teams. And and the reason why I put Baltimore in this is because anytime you have an MVP candidate like Lamar Jackson, Mm whose jersey just was retired in Louisville, there's only been two people in Louisville's history in football that jersey's been retired. And there's a whole lot of good Louisville players that came through there. Definitely. You know, Lamar Jackson is one of those players – that's a new type of prototype of a quarterback Mm -hmm. slash runner slash arm. Mm -hmm. A lot of people talked about his arm the first two years coming out of Louisville talking Mm -hmm. about he he doesn't know how to throw the spiral out of the pocket. He doesn't know how to read run blitzes. He doesn't know how to read zone coverages. All of that, he knows how to do that now. But it comes within time. It comes with the playbook. Um, I'm just happy that we've had this opportunity to talk, man, because it's like – Everything is just surreal, you know, we're in the sports studio, we're chilling, we're having a good time, um, Thanksgiving's tomorrow, hey, what do you have going on for Thanksgiving tomorrow? Well, tomorrow at 9
1: o'clock is supposed to be a, a pickup game of football, turkey, the turkey bowl at Christian Park, we do it every year, it's okay. pretty fun, we all, a lot of guys get together, you know, and then after that, just going to enjoy spending time with family, being around, you know, sharing some laughs and everything like that, just enjoying ourselves, watching some good football, You know, just being around people who you care about and, you know, people who care about you and just giving thanks for it's a blessing to see it another year to, you know, see Thanksgiving again, you know, and we're almost through a whole nother year after the year we had last year with COVID where everything got shut down. I'm just glad we able to sit here face to face. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Because but other than that. Man, just enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy myself, kick back, watching football. Uh-huh. You know, uh, mess with uh, my three year old nephew uh, Zeke. Uh-huh. He called me Uncle Big Fella. I got the best. <laughs> I, got the, I got the best nickname, Uncle Bigfella. Big Fella. Right, Uncle right. Big Fella. So uh-huh. hey, and so, but just
0: enjoy myself, man, and enjoy spending family time. Well, hey, man, it was a pleasure, man. I want to thank you. I want to thank you guys for uh, joining us right here. We're live downtown in Indianapolis. Um, It's a cool day A day before Thanksgiving A lot of people are traveling right now I want to say Safe travels To everyone traveling I want to say Put on something warm It is a little chilly outside And there Basketball Football Hey this is the season Um, Before we go Jerome um, What would you like to say Do you have anything to say Well uh,
1: Any lineman out there Any from I don't care what age Mm -hmm. From from Little League all the way up to college and pros. If you want to get some good work, at, uh, just inbox me at Jerome Cook. And I train at the facility, uh, Third Rush Sportsplex, out east on Shayland. It's an indoor facility, great facility. Right. And just hit me up, man. You can come get the work in. And if you got kids who's looking for uh, speed and agility training, uh, we, it's called a dog house it's called doghouse training mm-hmm. at uh at the same place luther uh at third rush sportsplex mm-hmm. you know your kids can come get development and try to get their speed up you know it's just for all athletes from track football baseball basketball not matter what type of athlete you are mm-hmm. it's on tuesdays and th- uh, i mean on mondays and Wednesdays at 6 thirty pm you can come out and enjoy yourself and I want to give a shout out to uh my little brother at rya Hard. Grind Justin, hard performance. Justin. Justin McAfee. And everybody on the Grind Hard team, man, like yes, sir. doing extremely great things, man, yes, with sir. these football uniforms and everything, man. He's doing baseball, too. He's doing, ba- And that's the thing. He's doing yes. baseball. When
0: I say my little brother's out here doing his thing, yes, he I'm is. extremely proud of him. And he's staying in his own lane. Hey. He's not negative And he's not bothering nobody. But you can't run up on people. It's positive because you don't you do not do that. You know, we, we're creating positivity, mm-hmm. um, nothing negative. We just want to have a good infrastructure for our young kids to see. Yeah. Um, I want to go ahead and just say this. Um, I want to say uh, prayers to young dolls, family, friends, or supporters. Um, as you know, he was tragically killed last yeah. week. Um, you know, a young guy. Who did so much for his community, um, his own community took him out and, and you know, that's something that, you know, as as black men, we're oppress up as black men. Why is it that we have so much envy and jealousy because you have on a chain with your yeah. diamonds or I have on this? What is the what is the peculiarness about that? Honestly. I couldn't, it's just
1: some, how people, some race, some people just cut, like, not come from, they don't come from the same cloth. Like, they look at the next man and be like, man, man, I gotta go, I gotta rob him. They feel like you gotta rob that person, man, but why? But the thing is, though, if you actually probably sit down and talk to that person, they'll tell you how to get to the bag just like them. And the thing is, is just if you want to soak it up and, uh, you know, just be there and learn what they're doing, just being around positive people like that can help you out so much. Right. It can help you out so much. Like, for instance, my, my, my lady, Ebony Lagan. Like, I'm wearing her hoodie now, Sunflower Bundles of Joy. That's her that's her nonprofit organization that mm-hmm. she does, and she has a business called Compassion Senior Care. She's just a positive person. She's a positive person, just like McAfee, who I'll be around, Tiggs, you know, um, Fifth, Tez, like Amy, Troy Summers. Everybody, I try to surround myself with people who... You know, Greg. I try to surround myself with people who's got positive energy. Right. You know, to where I won't have to worry about this person. You right. know, yeah. and it's just so it's just sad too that because it goes on here too. People just the jealousy and envy that people have towards one another instead of just coming together and being one because we already fight so many demons mm-hmm. out like just period exactly just period right. you no know, tell you never know what somebody's going through that's why that's another big thing too like cause depression is real
0: reach out to somebody you probably ain't talked to them about just to check on them see how they doing right because um you know me coming out the military You know, I had some type of, you know, some some things that were against me. Mm -hmm. You know, being in the Persian Gulf War, going overseas, not coming home, not seeing your family for a whole year. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to come home for mid-tour because if I came home for mid-tour, then I would have to fly another 13. No, it took us 13 hours to get there. Mm -hmm. So 13 hours, So I would have had to fly 26 hours there and back. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I ETS. We going to, have to fly another thirteen hours. Yeah. So I wasn't about to fly three times. I was, It was like one and done. Yeah. Um. Long story short, um, I'm just happy to really be in this position to you know to be able to talk to people like yourself. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you for you know hey, joining me on the show. You me, man. I want to thank you guys for watching me and Jerome Cook. Check this out on the podcast. Eight platforms, nine countries. Salute. Thank you for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast. You can check it out on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Breaker.audio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. Thank you once again for listening to Showtime Arnett Sports Talk Show, the podcast.